I mean, that's disgusting. It is so disgusting. And the sellers had it all on camera. And but I mean, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the other side of this here. <laughs> Welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. I am Elliot. This is Kayla. We are really excited to be with you guys today because we actually have a very unique story out of, was it UK? It is out of British Columbia. So a real estate agent is fined $20,000 for chugging milk directly from the carton out of a seller's refrigerator. I mean, when you told me that, I was like... (laughs) Wait, first of all, why do you get twenty find twenty thousand dollars? It is it's definitely a random amount. Yeah. I mean that's an expensive milk. So we actually <laughs> we have the footage oh, man. of the culprit. Uh, I guess he was really thirsty and he said Milk that is not thirst quenching. He opens the refrigerator, he looks around, he sees the carton of milk and just chugs it directly from the carton, which is I mean, that's disgusting. It is so disgusting. And the sellers had it all on camera. And but I mean, all right, I'm going to I'm going to play the other side of this here (laughs) because I mean, this is we live in this era of everything's inclusive and everything's okay. And the guy, if he's if he's in need and he's and he's dying and he's, you know, let's say he has, you know, thirst. I'm surprised he couldn't make some type of of argument. Of course, I'm playing devil's advocate. I think it is disgusting. I think it's wrong for the record. But at the same time, I'm 20K. For, for drinking some milk? It is a hefty, that was a hefty <laughs> fine for, for yes. a carton of milk. But I guess it was just how it all played out. And he apparently was really thirsty. And the seller <laughs> confronted him and asked, is there anything you want to tell us? And I guess he said, about the milk. <laughs> <laughs> was he? So, and, and I, so he was their agent. You know, I'm, I'm not quite sure, okay. uh, depending on how the story went down, but what we know is, is this real estate agent crossed a line. He crossed an ethical line. And I think that, you know, hey, as I look at what the cash offer solves mm. for sellers, mm. it solves these sort of uncomfortable, awkward, weird situations that, hey, if you don't have cameras, maybe happening and you don't even know about it. This seller had cameras. They caught him. They called him out on it. He didn't even... He didn't even offer to replace the gallon of milk. Wow. So. Bad decision. If you only would replace the milk, bro, you probably would have saved at least a few ducats. I think so. I think his <laughs> damage control on this one was uh, yeah, less than Write par. a sorry letter or something. Yeah. Apologize. Give him some milk. Yeah. But, yep. you know, I think when we tour homes, we have to be really cognizant of the fact that people are recording us. Yeah. Oh, they're, especially they're listening. in today's age. Well, and so this, what you just said a moment ago actually triggered a, a, a flood of thoughts through my brain through the times of <laughs> okay. that we've been, right? Let's hear them. How many times have you had a scheduled showing, you'll knock, nobody's there, and you'll enter the house and somebody's in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I've had ones where they're in the shower, and I'm yes. like, oh, my gosh. And Or, like, I, I want to say that there was even one, like, where there was a daughter, right, mm-hmm. that was a completely uncomfortable situation. Oh. All scheduled, everything else, and a girl that, like, she literally came from, like, the bathroom, and I think she had a robe on, or it wasn't, like, you know, anything too, you know, whatever, but it was just like, uh, and you're there with your client, and it's this most uncomfortable thing, right? Or how about the dogs? Mm-hmm. How about the, 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 and then I've, um, you know, earlier in my career, I've sold a lot of high-end properties. There'd be times I'd go over there, have a showing, and then my client's house was not ready to show, <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm becoming the maid. Because I got 10 minutes to the showing and I got to do a power clean 
real fast because it's a, you know, at the time, million and a half dollar, <laughs> million and a half dollar sale. And I'm like throwing things underneath the bed, putting dishes in the, in the, you know, in the dishwasher. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, right? So these are all these things that I think that sellers, again, by accepting a cash offer, you don't have to accommodate and have your house, have your schedule, be everything beyond pins and needles, right? And it alleviates all those pain points. I agree. I mean, hey, if this homeowner had accepted a cash plus, <laughs> they wouldn't have had to deal with this this agent chugging milk chugging from the refrigerator. Gosh. Yeah, you know, I think the worst the worst though is when an agent or client uses the bathroom. Oh. And <laughs> okay, we see all things in real estate. I know you know what I'm talking about. I don't even need to describe yeah, anything does else. The deed. Um Actually, it makes me think of this really funny. Like, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I recently watched this fake documentary on the jury duty process. Have you heard of jury duty? It's Well, it, of course, I know jury, like general no, jury duty. The, it's you know. a documentary on okay, Amazon no, Prime. It's like this fake documentary where everything is fake and staged, except for one juror who thinks like this trial and the, the other jurors and the judge, he thinks it's all real. real. And it's, it's actually really funny. And there's a dookie situation in there and- it's hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Well, and you have to be the queen of some of those stories being, you know, the queen of, of REO, especially for, for such a long time here in the in the Valley, right? Like the amount of stories. And I mean, I've dealt with some really bad situations. I mean, obviously, like, you know, squatters, drug houses, and that's me just, you know, being uh, as rampant in the short sale space as I was, right? Where you have a house that, you know, you're trying to avoid foreclosure and sometimes they're abandoned. I, I've dealt with a lot of abandoned properties and having squatters and you know, people having, you know, tons of meth going on in the house. Ooh. I would call the cops to evict them. Yeah, definitely some some crappy situations, which all again, cash offer avoids. Yeah, yeah. So we've definitely... Make the cash buyer deal with that crap. We've Have seen a lot. Kick the people out. Yeah, exactly. No, we've, <laughs> we've seen a lot. We've definitely all seen a lot. I think uh, one of the things that I see shifting is I think that the cash offer is just becoming so much more prominent. Oh. And I was looking on Zillow the other day. Mm -hmm. And if you go to Zillow and you click the sell tab and you pull it up, what you're going to see is Zillow will tell you, hey, you can sell your house with one of our partner agents or you can sell your house to the, our trusted cash offer company, Open Door. Yep. And then it'll show you all the markets that Open Door's in. And clearly, if you're in one of those markets and you, you know, go to your house right underneath this estimate, you're going to see the get a cash offer button from Open Door. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go down a journey. And what that journey is going to show you is all these different numbers. It's going to show you like the Zestimate, the Zestimate range, what the agent can sell it for, the range. It's going to then show you the, the preliminary yep. cash offer from Open Door. And like by the end of this journey, if you're the homeowner, you've just looked at like 18 different potential numbers for your house. It's really confusing. Mm-hmm. And so then you're left with this preliminary offer, which we know the we know the drill. We Can know adjust. how it works. Yeah. It adjusts. And so if you're a seller and you're considering this option, you know it's it's confusing. It's complex. You've got all these different numbers. Like you know what are the fees? And so I think that what we know based on data, based on consumer research, is that homeowners want these cash offers, but they want them from an agent. Yep, they need that advisory in this in this whole thing. I mean, this is. For 99.9% .9 of the people, this is their largest asset. Mm -hmm. And, you know, where the where the most of your net worth and your, i.e. your equity, right, is, is sitting. You want to maximize it. But you also just, one of the things I think that's so 
paramount for, I mean, obviously everybody out here listening to us, you're more than likely in the real estate space. I mean, if you're, if you're not listening to us and you're not in the real estate space and you just want to listen to my corny jokes, then, you know, cool. Listen, <laughs> corny <laughs> jokes <laughs> or silly, whatever. Um, but is the fact that it's also on Redfin is the fact that it's on realtor.com, right? Is the fact that all of those people are now basically partnered with Open Door, which Open Door is definitely, I think that they've kind of established themselves as the kingpin of delivering cash offers at, at, a, at a massive scale. They're publicly traded, you know, et cetera. D d despite the ebbs and the flows of them, they've definitely so far persevered. They've obviously had their hands slapped, had some issues, et cetera. But they now, what everybody that's listening to this needs to know is that's honestly what you're up against, right? Zillow which is a $40 billion plus, you know, market cap company, Open Door, $10 billion plus market cap company, um, uh, Redfin, billion plus, uh, Realtor.com is part of, or they're part of Op City, right? Aren't they? No, no, no. They acquired Op City. Or they acquired Op City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I knew there was something there. But again, another B usually involved in, in, in so what I'm getting at just to the, the crux of what I want to share with you guys is these massive, massive conglomerate companies that are all competing to get to the consumers mindshare first to beat mm -hmm. you out mm -hmm. and give them this option. And so it's no longer like we were just talking about this in, you know, pre-show discussion. Hey, this is no longer a need to have or, or, a, or a nice to have. This is a need to have giving the consumer that option of a, easy button or, hey, what is this cash offer value for my home is a necessity in today's times. Here's my, here's my massive exclamation point on this that all of you guys need to listen to. There's a lot of companies out there um, that, that, are, that are growing, right? Um, we have the honor of working with the majority of them here at, at Zudilio, and I think that they all have beautiful business models, and whether it be, uh, um, you know, one that's kind of on the rise with an Epic, LPT, uh, EXP, Keller Williams, right? All of them. Real. Real. <laughs> Thank you. Real. Yep, yep. There's another one. Real. That they all have this model that is sell real estate, but also recruit, right? They almost kind of have these two revenue centers of where you can create through profit share or rev share, your downline, et cetera, right? Well, guess what they're doing for around a lot of these hooks? They're bringing the same value proposition that Zillow is, that Opendoor is, that Redfin is, et cetera right? Get a cash offer. Well, and that's just the whole point of what this does is putting this consumer facing because it now is, yes, it's a lead revenue system or excuse me, a, a lead generation system, but it's also a business model. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that's missed and it's, and it's being slowly absorbed and adopted in our industry. So again, I, I'm kind of honestly trying to give you guys a, a nugget to, to grab onto but if you want to fast track your success in a low inventory, less transaction market, when you can lead with these compelling options, this is a game changer. That's exactly why you saw Zillow bounce out because they lost a, a half a billion dollars in trying to figure this out because they were a tech company that, you know, that tried to become a real estate company and Open Doors having some success because they are real estate tech, you know, really they're kind of a blend of both and have been from day one. So, but when you really look at that whole piece, you guys are these practitioners. You have that leg up on them. So you, when you can give them that same digital experience and all those things, like I said, that's just where I'm become very, very convicted. 
that this is a business model that will lead you into the future and help you dominate. Okay. I think Elliot just talked for like a long time. I know. That's if, a lot. If we ever need anybody to go in on a filibuster, he's your guy. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple things, a uh, couple bullet points to add to this. Open door is a brokerage. Yes. So when you see Open Door on Zillow, when you see Open Door on Redfin, when you see Open Door on Realtor.com, it's a brokerage. Yep. I mean, it just pains my broker heart that we are competing against a brokerage in that environment, first and foremost. With that many eyeballs. Uh, number two, Open Door was fined over $60 million from the FTC not too long ago for misleading consumers. So when consumers want these cash offers and they want to compare it alongside a trusted valuation of their home, Opendoor was fined for misleading homeowners on the true value of their home. Well, and let's comment on that real quick on what that fine was. It was, it was they literally were saying what the cash offer was. Your cash offer is three fifty. Sell on the open market three fifty. Right. They were, and then they would turn around and sell it on the open market for three seventy five. Right. They were mis. They were fine for misleading yep. consumers on what the value of that yep. home would be on the open market, right? So as a result, we know that homeowners, they like the cash offer hook. They yep. respond to the cash offer hook. They want the cash offer, but they want it from an agent that's going to give them a fair and accurate assessment of what that home could sell for on the open market. Another bullet point there. Advisory, right? And going from the nice to have to a must have, it reminds me of our software specification days when we were like skinning out Zudelio. Yeah. We we're going like, that's a must have. That's a nice to have. That's a must have. That's yeah. a nice to have. And this is no longer a nice to have. It's a must have. If you're operational, you're in real estate, you're in business. It's just like having your social media profiles up. You have to have this offering if you want to stay relevant. And you really probably should be leading with these offers, not responding to them. We talk a lot about that on our calls. Uh, but overall, it's because of the environment that we are in. We are in an environment where home sellers crave other things rather than top dollar, rather than what your commission you're charging is going to be. They want certainty. They want speed. They want cash offers. And they and do want the, the most yeah, for their house, which, which we can supply. But here's the reality. If you give them that cash offer and you let them make a, a decision, you let them see the numbers, they're going to make a decision that's best for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you want them to have a transparent look at it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that that's what drives me. I think it's our, it's our ethical obligation to protect homeowners' equity. It really Agreed. is, especially when we have Wall Street mm -hmm. now a part of the equation, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Zillow, $40 billion plus. Open Door, $10 yep. billion plus. Like, we have Wall Street fleecing homeowners if we let them go unchecked. It's, it's just Agreed. the reality. It'll become that way. And, you know, it's, it's, it's dystopian to think about, and it could take years to get there. But without our involvement, it, it could be kind of scary. Yeah, well, we already know that the, the, the full, you know, digit, digitization of real estate is, is coming. It is coming, and, you know, I think that it's if that number works, if we can get it into that range where that number mm -hmm. works. But I think mm -hmm. that the reality is is with bundling, with buying your next home, with all these other things, and we talk about, like, how you can buy a, a car and you can trade a negative equity. Yep. I don't see that too far off. I don't for, see it too houses. far off for houses either. And oh. if, if we get to that point, well, you know, then what happens? So, you know, homeowners need us, yep. and they want us. Uh, absolutely. Like you said, I think that that's what, the, that's the great thing about these surveys and reports is it's only furthering the importance of, of the realtor, right? I think so many agents out there that they get skittish or refrain from taking advantage of some of these things because they see it as the enemy mm -hmm. when it's really could be your confidant and your friend. Mm 
Mm. Right. Like mm. if you can grab the bull by the horns and be able to to lead in this Amazon mindset of today's consumer, I think that that's where again it just rains opportunity. And so I know so many times people will will you know try to resist uh, a learning curve of something new, but to me this is where you're talking about ultimate efficiency, and that's the importance of of new new good technologies that work together, right through through proper integration and making your CRM work with your lead sources. Your lead sources work with your CRM. That's how you become a. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's not even about being a top agent. It's about giving epic and monumental service so that your client gets the experience that they do. If you lead with the client and, you know, their why and, and all of those things that we constantly are talking about, you solve it such a, a massive problem or you're solving problems at such a massive scale, you create raving fans. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the difference of, to me, and how you thrive through times when you're seeing our economic times go from 6 million transactions to the projected 4 million that we're at. When you do those things, obviously, are you probably going to do less transactions? Yes, because there's less transactions to be had. But you'll be, uh, allow yourself to fight through these types of things. And this is, again, where I'm going to make my point one more time here. When you have that true unique value proposition, you actually are going to potentially grow your business in a, in a down market. I know we found a way to do it once upon a time in our careers is to grow and uh, you know make our businesses thrive when, when everybody else was floundering and struggling. But... This is that whole piece. When you can be that solution to somebody's problem, you have an opportunity to grow. Then you create a niche. Then guess what? You rinse and repeat. Go find the same type of, you define, define that, that alias of that seller, the alias of that client, and then you attack. I love it. Uh, you know, it's, it's about going the extra mile because mm. there's very few people that are there. And when we take that mindset and approach to our business, beautiful things happen for us. Allow possibility to inspire you. I think that we are in a market. I talk with agents every day from all across the U.S. And I know that transaction counts lower. I know that many of you aren't getting the amount of business that you're used to getting. And it can be frustrating. And in those times, you can think that I'm just going to stop because nobody's buying and selling, yep. uh, which is actually completely opposite of what you ought to be doing now. Go all gas, build your business, build your base, continue marketing, uh, and lead with these cash offer solutions. Watch the landscape change for you. And I think that's, that's uh, you know, you, you have a saying. You say, hold people capable. Is that, yep. is that what it is? Yeah. And I think Hold them that, capable. Yeah, you're, you're capable of doing really incredible things. You're capable of changing your landscape. You're capable of being the leader of technology and new options and offers in your marketplace. And you're going to be received as a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. That's all we got today. I know. I couldn't, it was like, got nothing to say. You're like, wait, <laughs> you just took you got, all the air earlier. You got nothing to say? <laughs> oh, I know. If we kept going, you would come <laughs> up with stuff to say. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you. Be sure to like, comment, and ring that notification bell so you get notified of new, new See you guys next episodes. Time. See you next time. <laughs>